Welcome back to the All Fiction Podcast. I am Touche, and I am very happy to be back after my absence from the last episode. And this week, we have a new lineup of wonderful guests once again. Um, as usual, we do have Sean and Tommy joining us, who are, I guess now they've been on more episodes than anyone else. Of course, but <laughs> are the all stars? They're they're the real MVPs, and now we do have a wonderful special guest that is joining us who has never been on one of our casts before. We will welcome all fiction veteran Vivi to the cast. Hello, hi, everyone. Give her a round of applause. Literal? No, no. <laughs> but uh, for those of you that uh, may not know, uh, Vivi has been uh, with us at All Fiction for a couple of years now um, and uh, used to be a, I guess, more full-time writer with us as, you know, all of us were. But, um, and uh, before that... Um, her and I knew each other from a anime blog called Sekijutsu, oh. and um, it's uh, it's been quite a while. Gosh, I think that was like 2010, yeah. 2011. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So we we've we've known each other for seven years now, which is kind of crazy. But uh, <laughs> but we were very happy to to have her join us on the cast and. Um, it's something that we plan on uh, doing more often going forward, trying to have uh, as many different members of the team on as well. And uh, so with that, um, we'll go ahead and uh, kick things off and get into uh, what we've all been up to since the uh, the last cast. And uh, we'll go ahead and let, uh, let Sean kick that off this week. Oh, me. Wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, you're, you're usually not first, but... I know. You surprised me, actually. I decided to break say. the mold. What have I been doing? Uh, I've been playing... I've been trying to get back into The Witcher 3 lately on the console. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I think I've told this story already, but I stopped playing several months back just because I ran into a glitch on the PS4 that kind of stopped me from progressing further into the main story. Uh, this is particular when you're in Novigrad. If you're familiar with The Witcher Three, and I think I remember you mentioning that you got stuck. So yeah, and basically the the glitch is like all the loading times, basically, or whenever it kind of loads into like a dialogue with another person, for example, or whenever it cuts to a cutscene, the the loading 
is just goes on forever and ever and ever, and you're kind of just stuck. So I kind of oh, put man. the game down for a bit until they patched it up, which they did uh, not too long after. So I've been trying to get back into that recently. I just finished up the Novigrad chapter, and I'm going on to the uh, the next one. Um, I mean, the game is still pretty good. I have to say, I feel like I'm not as into it as I was from the last time I remember playing it. I feel like I have a hard time kind of attaching myself to these like fantasy type storylines. And I kind of I think I'll give an example. One example, I played both Skyrim and Fallout. Well, I and they're basically the same game, just different skins. Yeah, exactly. But like Fallout for me is just much more engaging, much more interesting versus Skyrim, which I kind of put down after 10 hours, I would say. So I feel like there's not there's not too much appeal for me in terms of like the kind of medieval fantasy setting, but like it's still a solid game, so I'll try to chug through it. But like I really hate the, I guess the mission design overall in it, where it's hmm. like you start one mission, and there's kind of like pretty much like a few fetch quests in that single mission, and it's just kind of like dragging out the pacing of the game and the overall game. It's just like a lot of padding. There are definitely way too many quests like that, but at least, you know, the main story well, stuff isn't quite so bad with stuff. that. Well, there's still I mean, padding in the main story. There is. It's just not, you know, the side quests are even worse for that kind of thing. Right, they are. But even the main storyline, just the padding kind of annoys me. I, w- I just want something a bit more straightforward at this point. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see that. I think you should at least play enough to try to do the DLC. Do you... Which one? Do you have the DLC for it? The uh No, I got the basic version of the game. Oh, okay. Okay. Isn't the DLC the Wine and Blood or whatever? Yeah, that one is really, really good. That's, that's the one you want to play. That's the DLC though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Right, so I have to finish the game first either way. Yeah. I heard it was really good, but like I said, I think I'm like halfway through the entire game right now. That's not too bad. I, I definitely feel you on, you know, some of your complaints with it. It's not perfect, but I, I really like the story and I really like the characters. And I think that that's the, the best part about it. Yeah, I do like the characters. I just wish the, the missions were a bit more interesting. I mean, overall right now, it's just kind of finding Siri for the most part. Yeah. Which is, it's been that main mission since the beginning. And I really haven't gone anywhere where I am right now. It's like at the point where it's like, oh, we found a lead. Then we do a bunch of main missions, a lot of padding in between, and then you kind of resolve like the main story arc, and it's like, oh, the trail got cold, we don't know where she is again. And I'm kind of just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, but overall, like I said, it, it's, a, it's a good game, I just, I don't know, maybe I'm just not feeling it right now, or I need to play something else, I'm just not in the mood for something like this. That's understandable. Um, other than that... I watched another episode of Legion since our last cast. I don't know, if, Shay, if you've been watching it. Damn, I, I haven't yet. I I've, I've really considered it, but I haven't started it. It's pretty good. I'm not caught up. I think the latest episode's four, three. It's pretty good. I I do like it. Um, I do. I do wish they kind of. Uh, uh, I wish they did something more. Like I know it's the X Men universe, but you don't really get that feeling while watching it at all. But I, that I, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. I don't it know. It could be a good or bad thing, depending <laughs> how you look at it. I mean, 
maybe they'll delve more into it later on, but for right now it kind of, it feels very fresh, I guess, which is a good thing. And, uh, let's see what else. I mean, I've been watching more The Usual Arrow and Flash. I don't know if you want to talk about that now or later. We'll talk about that in a little bit, because I actually do want to talk about that. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I've been really been doing much. I've just been playing Witcher, uh, anime, been watching my usual shows, and that's pretty much it. The shows. My shows. The same show as I always watch, Legend of the Galactic Heroes, which I've talked about several times already on the cast. And... Leon, I know you caught up with the Amishiba, if you want to talk about that. Yeah, I did. Man. (laughs) So, I finished off Season 3, and it was basically the same as uh, Season 2, I'd say. Not not really worse, not really better, just the same. Same badness. Because coming on near the end, I would say the final episode was good. Oh, wait, so you got to the... The merry-go-round episode, right? Oh my god! Wait, is this so is this in the fourth season or the third season? No, that's the third season. That was. <laughs> See, I think a problem. I literally was... laughed out loud during that episode. <laughs> exactly. like, keep in mind, it's a horror series. But, like, I literally like not even just like intentionally laughing. I laughed like, out loud because it was just yeah. so fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, it was because I mean, normally I laugh during horror, but. The first season, I don't remember laughing at all. I mean, it wasn't terrifying and scary because uh, nothing really. I mean, you're not gonna shit your pants watching yeah, the first season, but, but like the first season is still really good, really solid. Right. The second and the third, well, especially the third. I'm not even gonna touch the fourth yet. But let's just stay on the third for a few more some minutes. <laughs> like you said, the merry-go-round. When I saw that, I'm like, okay. Did they expect me to be terrified, freaked out, or to explode in laughter? Because the latter happened. And I felt that, I don't know what you guys are doing, but I'm laughing way more than I should be right now. There is just, like, a lot of dumb ones in the third season, I remember. Yeah, there was one that, oh man, what was it? There was one where... Oh, the the pool, the the swimmer, when he swam in the pool, and I guess the hair monster came up, and yeah, I, I, I think I remember that. That was po- utterly pointless, and it's like really the only good episode was the final. Oh, I think the third season was the one with the cuckoo clock, right? Yeah, I think that was that was okay. Was the fourth season? Yeah, that, no, that was the third season. That was okay, I thought. So now this is the one where it's like different, like scary stories in each episode, right? Okay. Right. So the format is it kind of, it's like a, what's that show called? Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. yeah. Where it's like a third person kind of narrating a scary story. It's like a five minute short, pretty much. And it's done in a kind of cut out animation style. Yeah. So it it has a very cheap production value, but like the I guess the cheapness of it kind of gives it that kind of eerie look to it as well. Hmm. 
I've seen some stuff about it, but I, it's never been something I've actually checked out. Uh, I mean, it's a hard sell <laughs> at this point. <laughs> because, well, I guess we can put that. Well, like I said, I think the final episode was was probably the best. With the whole, you know, I don't. Um, know, what's the third one? What's the final episode for? With the the kid, the kid who did all of the drawings for the entire season. I don't remember that one. He turned out to be, you know, the the you know the guy that does the whole uh, step right up and see you know Yami Shiba and all that. I don't remember that one. Yeah. But anyway, the fourth season now, ah, man. <laughs> now, whereas the second and third seasons were were hilarious, the fourth season, at least, I don't know how you feel about this yet. Every episode that I've seen so far makes no sense. The problem with the None. fourth season is it's just it just the scares. When they try to do the scare, there are no scary. Right, and the episode just ends. Like, there's no twist at all. Like, the one before the, the final one. Uh, the one with the guy listening to the tape. What the hell was the oh, point yeah, of that? That was dumb. I, right, all right, so... Do you want to explain the whole episode, I guess? The, so that it's one? Like, yeah, Yeah, ahead. so, like, the guy goes back to his uh, hometown, basically. And he finds, like, an old cassette tape in his drawer, and he remembers, like, as a kid, at he used to house? do, like, these... Yeah. Right at his own house. And okay, he, okay. So he remembers, like, oh, as a kid, he used to, like, do these, like, daily recordings, like a little journal, basically, of voice recordings of himself. Okay. And eventually, it starts out, like, oh, yeah, I remember when this and this happened, stuff like that. But as he listens more and more, as he gets older in the recordings, he's like, wait, I don't re- really remember this, or... Mm, did this really happen? And eventually it progresses to a recording of himself present day at his age. And this is one that starts to get creepy, basically. So it's like, okay, this is actually a little scary, actually. It has the creepiness to it, where he's hearing himself, like, record his own record of himself at his current age. Even and, though he hadn't done it since he was a kid. Right. Even okay. though he hadn't done it since he was a kid. And then it goes on to a recording of him the ne- of the next day at a, a friend's wedding, basically. And I think it was, like, of him, like, killing everybody at the wedding or something like that, Leon, right? Something like that. It, right. Least, yeah. And then the episode just ends with him stop. He's going to stop listening to the recording. And then he goes to the wedding, and then everything was okay. And then the episode just ends. <laughs> I'm like... Yeah. Okay. And you're like, okay. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, okay. <laughs> but see, I think the problem is there are more of those episodes this season. Because there right, was... and it's like, it's like that ending for every single episode yeah. this season. Because there was one... I feel like it would have been more scary if they didn't show, like, actually what happened at the wedding or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was another one where this girl went out with this guy on a date, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently the twist is the guy never existed. And she is. Was he like a ghost or was she just like. No, she probably imagined the entire thing. 
because he saw this person across. Uh, they were at a train station. She saw this person across from her, uh, whose face that you couldn't see. So the whole the, the episode is called "Guess Who." So near the end, fingers came across her face, and he heard the voice "Guess Who," and it was the voice of the senpai, and it kept on saying "Guess Who," "Guess Who," "Guess Who," until. Uh, it was revealed she was the person she saw across, you know, on the other train platform. And she just disappears and the episode ends that way. And you're like, what? <laughs> what happened? It doesn't make any Wait, sense are you all. saying that Senpai is the person? No, they didn't exist at all. Imagining? What? It, it, the person didn't exist at all. At all. <laughs> Well, there's another one, I think, if you remember, Sean. There was another one, this guy who went to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> he, he was shopping with his wife. He went to the bathroom. Uh, he was texting his co-worker or something in this bathroom stall where it was a bunch of writing on the, on the walls, right? So okay. people entered the bathroom. One person entered, started walking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Another person entered, then another, then another. All of them kept walking, 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 walking. Then his phone made a, a, a sound. Someone called him. Then they all stopped walking. And he wondered what was going on. Then all of a sudden he saw all their feet near, uh, you know, at the stall and, uh, entrance. Then he's wondering what's going on. How they here to make a practical joke, blah, 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 blah. He looks up. He sees all their faces. End of episode. Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what's the point? What is going on? <laughs> that was dumb too. It's like I'm not even laughing anymore. It's like, uh, okay. Wow. <laughs> it's like, ah. Anyway, the point is, it's not good. <laughs> okay. It's failing to kind of, kind of build that creepy atmosphere. It did so well in the first season, and they've kind of done different styles between season four and season three. But, like, I think they're trying to recapture the audience again, but, like, it's just not working out well. Yeah. I feel like they've lost their vigor. Yeah, because mm-hmm. out of the nine, maybe there's one that was okay. There's the one, uh, I don't know if you remember, Sean, the one with the head under the, the floor. Maybe. Yeah, that was okay. It was I mean, okay. again, it just ended. Yeah. Nothing even happened. Yeah. I'm all for, like, scary stories just ending without you knowing what truly happens, but they still have to have some form of like resolution or explanation. Right. Right, right, right. Because, oh, well, because, um, last one, Uh, I don't know if this one was in season one or season two, Sean, I don't know. You may not remember it. Uh, Um, there was one where this girl visited a, a friend and, uh, she saw this ghost that the friend couldn't see. In her kitchen. And she was freaking mm-hmm. out the entire, the entire time. And her friend, you know, thought she didn't want to be there because she didn't like her or whatever. And then the ghost kept on getting aggressive, you know, showing itself. And she's realizing this girl can't see it. So eventually the ghost grabs her friend and she runs out of the, the of the apartment. And she thought she could, she got away. But the episode ended with, you know, the whole, that goes shattering the entire area. And I guess, you know, it didn't show what happened, but 
you can, you know, it's pretty obvious that she got caught. I thought that one was pretty good, but I think that was at the beginning of season two. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, that sounds, you know, yeah, sort of scary. Yeah. So, because it wasn't funny. It makes more sense, at least. Yeah, and it didn't leave leave you going, what? What? (laughs) But yeah. Well, cool. All right, well, is that all for you, Sean? Yeah, that's all for me. Okay. Taking up like 20 minutes, man. Oh, it's funny because we talk about Yami. Sh- we complain about Yami Shibai like every episode, every guest uh, we do. It's true. It's true. Well, now we're going to go straight into Vivi. Oh, baby. Oh, boy. So it's it's your turn. So basically, just uh, what 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 have you been up to, or watching, or playing recently? Um, well, I've been watching. Uh, Konosuba season two. Awesome. Yeah, still kind of funny, I guess. <laughs> How is season two so far? Do you do you feel like it's as good as the first one, or? Um, I guess it is as good as the first one, but I don't know if I can say they're like they have a specific goal in mind. I mean, I guess you can say that was. The same for number for season one, but season two does feel a little more aimless. I guess I don't know. That's possible. <laughs> yeah, but it's still funny, so I don't really care. Yeah. I've been reading this manga called Golden Kamui. Have you guys heard of it? What's it called? Uh, now, what's about? Golden Kamui, it's about an ex-soldier, and he's, like, trying to get these prisoners who have tattoos on their skin. He's supposed to skin the, skin the prisoners and then connect their skins to make a map. And then it'll lead you to gold. Huh. That sounds pretty awesome, wow. actually. <laughs> yeah. And it's pretty cool, because one of the characters is Anui, so it teaches you a lot about Anui culture. And stuff. Hmm. I I knew. I knew. Sorry. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, it's really funny, actually. Golden Kamui? Yep. Is it new, or has it been out for a while? I think it's been out for, like, two years, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So, sort of new-ish. Yep. Oh, okay. I see it now. Hmm. Historical. Wait. Okay. Send me the link, because I kept... I keep searching golden coming. I can't. <laughs> Kamui. K A M U Y. Okay. Interesting. Right. Okay. Away from the not safe for work scene. So. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes there's a lot of explanation because they're like explaining about Ainu culture. But I mean, it's educational and interesting, I suppose. How do they do it? Does it is it like like an exposition kind of thing, or is it just kind of like off to the side? They explain what's going on. Kind of off to the side, or they're like hunting for food, and then they'll just the character who is I knew she'll explain like, oh, this is what we use to hunt for deer, or blah blah blah. Oh, okay, that's pretty awesome, actually, huh? Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It's licensed by Viz. The first volume's out. June twentieth this year. Yeah, it's up oh, for really? pre-order. Hmm. Sweet. Okay. 
Other than that, um, I guess I've been listening to some podcasts that it's not you guys. Sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I listen to you guys, but I also listen to something called The Bright Sessions. So it's a fictional podcast about the psychiatrist who specializes in people with superpowers. Huh. So she helps. Oh, I've heard about that. I've, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Ooh. Oh, it's one of those, you know, well, you did say fiction story podcasts, basically. It's kind of like uh, the whole, like, Welcome to Night Vale. Yeah, yeah, Welcome to Night Vale. Yeah. I listen to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of okay. cheesy, but it's interesting. and The acting's good. Cool. Yeah. How long has it been going on for? Um, probably a year. Yeah. Okay. There's only, like, 20 episodes, maybe. Hmm. I think I saw someone tweet about it, or it may have been With you. That I don't mean, know. That was probably me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's really cool. I've never really Take listened to like a a story based podcast. That's it can be pretty good. I assume it's kind of like obviously like a books on tape sort of thing. Mm, yeah, it depends on what you listen to. Like you said, welcome to Night Vale. Uh, you've never listened. Yeah, to Yeah, I mean, I'm familiar with that. So yeah, that's that's pr- that's pretty okay. There's another one that's called Alice Isn't Dead. That's pretty oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Hmm. The bright sessions. Yep. I, I love to take note of that. Um. What else? I guess I've just been watching anime. Um, Akka thirteen. And. The Rakugo one, Showa again, Roku, Rakugo, something. I heard like that. that's really good. It is. Yeah, how is that? I've been wanting to watch that. Which one is this? Uh, the Rakugo show, Showa something something Rakugo. Oh, okay, yeah. Despite it being Studio Dean, I've heard <laughs> a lot of praise <laughs> for that show. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yep. Is that the the historical one? Well, not truly historical, but it's. It takes place. Yeah. Like a long time ago. It's in the second yeah. season, right? I don't know which period of Japanese history. Yeah, second season. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's the Showa era, you know, yeah. Showa. Well, yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the first season, they're telling the story from the past, so it's actually before the Showa era in the first season. The second season is the Showa era. Ah, uh, okay. The first season was last year, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yep, it's really good. I like it. Show up. I've seen a lot of gifts from it <laughs> online, so. Well, I guess I kind of wonder if I like it because, I don't know, I'm like the main audience, kind of. A lot of girls like it, you know? Mm. But, I don't know, maybe you guys would like it. I like the show era. Hmm. It's very. Is it dramatic. completely a drama, or does it, okay? That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah, there's some humor, I guess, but mostly drama. It seems pretty interesting. Would what is like the 
overall story theme? Is it just purely, I guess, like drama or is there like a um, love theme or? Um, there's a bit of love in it. Well, more like family, I guess. Well, the okay. story is this man gets out of prison and he asks a famous Rakugo performer to be his teacher. And at first he's like, no, you can't. And then we go into the the teacher or the Rakugo performer's past, and then we learn about how he became a Rakugo performer. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Hmm. All right. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And uh, are are you still playing Overwatch? Uh, um, not really. I kind of stopped Aww. after the the New Year one. Oh, okay. Well, that wasn't too long ago. That was just a few weeks ago. Yeah, but like someone said in the last episode, you do kind of see like weird matchings, you know, when you play after um an event and then. There are a bunch of low-level people with high-level people. Yeah. That's very true. I I played a handful of matches during the uh, New Year's event to try to get to as many costumes as I could, and then I just bought some loot boxes. But uh, I plan on picking it up soon now that the, uh, the fourth uh, competitive season started up. And I really obviously want to try out the... Uh, the new hero, especially once they put her live on the real servers. So, yeah. Yep. I'm really excited to see what she's like. You know, they're obviously she's the first new tank that they've added. And I, I think there's a lot of potential for that given that the, uh, the current tanks, I mean, obviously they're, they're fun to play, but I, I think that they can do more with tanks than they have in the past. And she kind of seems like she's almost like a balance between a tank and support, hmm. especially where she can do a power up similar to like Anna's power up, but it works for the whole team apparently, which is pretty cool. Well, I've seen a lot of complaints saying that like her stuff is, I mean, her abilities, a lot of other people have it. I don't know. It oh. seems like it makes her kind of OP. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they're going to complain. Well, that's kind of how they always start, okay. and I, I assume that's why they'll do it on the test server for a while and then end up nerfing her in some way. Hmm. But, but I guess we'll see. It's always neat to see when they put out these new characters how they change the, I guess, the quote-unquote meta of the game, and you start to see different team loadouts and that sort of thing. I, I really hope that she is one that people actually play and not just kind of sit there because Anna at first, a lot of people tried to play her, but it's hard to be good with her. And so I feel like I, I wish I saw more of her in competitive play. And the same thing um, with, uh, with Sombra, she's, really fun to play, I but I feel like her. she gets kind of overlooked as well. Yeah, she does. Every Most of the time I play with her, people comment saying, oh, you really like playing with her? Yeah. 
It's like, don't you feel she does low damage? And I'm like, yeah, but eh, I still like playing as her. <laughs> I wish they would buff her damage, but whatever. They may at some point. I don't know. I, that's always my biggest thing with, with Overwatch is like, I really like a lot of the characters and it's, I would like to play more just because I like the characters, but you obviously, you want to be viable in a team setup as well. Yeah. That's why I heal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which characters do you usually play the most to you? Lucio and Zenyatta. Uh, oh, also, nice. I really like to play Lucio. I, he's the healer I play the most. Yeah, he's pretty cool. You know, I play Mercy and Symmetra more. And actually, uh, Zenyatta, he surprised me when I uh, got him during one of those random, you know, random playlists. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, he's pretty, pretty flipping good. Like, okay. Does a lot of damage too. Holy crap. Yeah. I usually only use him for elimination or attack, like, or if I'm on the attack side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of the time I use Lucio. I really like Zenyatta, but I'm just not good with him. Yeah. So that's why I don't play him. <laughs> hey, Sean, you should, you should play Overwatch sometime. Nah, I'm good. Don't you have Did it? you buy it? I'm on PS4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have to get it. everybody together and play soon. I have to buy it. I haven't it. played in months, that game. <laughs> Sean, you don't ever play any games. I play way more games than you guys. I highly doubt that. I think I do. Nah. <laughs> I just don't play the same one over and over again. Sorry. Anyway. That's what I do. Oh, yeah. Gosh, Sean. Sorry, we can't all get, play different get video games every week. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving along, I guess. Uh, well, was that what it, it, Vivi? Anything else that you wanted to talk about? Nope. That's all. Okay. So I, uh, I'll go ahead and let you go next, Tommy, and I'll go, I'll go last. Okay. Huh? Even though I know we've already touched on a few of the things that you've Yeah, to. not much. Uh, like we mentioned before, I caught up with the Amishibai, so I'm going to finish up the fourth season. God knows how that's going to end, but eh, whatever. Um, been reading a few things here and there. Uh, I'm still trying to uh, read more of the series that Sean recommended, the Mountain Co- Mountain climbing manga. Yeah, he read uh, one whole chapter today. No, two. Oh. Proud of oh, ho, ho. Two chapters. Of I think it. that's oh, wow. what deserves the round of applause. See, one of the things... <laughs> right. <laughs> one of the things is the main guy gets on my nerves a bit, but whatever. I'm still going to oh. continue with it. But um, other than that, I'm trying to finish off All You Need Is Kill, because I thought I did, but I guess not. Maybe it's because I because of Edge of Tomorrow. Tom oh, you never finished movie? reading that? No, I didn't finish reading it. <laughs> oh, like, okay. Wait, I didn't finish reading this? I say, like, oh, okay. So I'm trying to finish that off. I'm trying to finish off another series that I really like um, called Aizawa-san Multiples. It's, wow. a, it's a comedy. Comedy romance. Uh, it's written by, um, written by a guy who he... He wrote another uh, manga that I really liked called Fujimura-kun Mates. I don't know if you ever... I've heard of it. I forgot what it's about, though. Uh, Another romantic comedy school type thing. Uh, 
the jokes are pretty good, at least uh, at least for me. I really like them. So I'm trying mm-hmm. trying to finish that off. Uh, I'm surprised that I only had about um, 30, 38 or 39 chapters or so. Um, am I reading anything else? I think there are a few other things that I'm trying to get caught up on or finish, but um, I guess I'll report on that next time since I didn't have enough time to polish those off this week. Um, Anime-wise, I am almost caught up. Well, as of today, there's one more episode for me to watch, but of course, almost caught up with Tanya. Oh, it's the... The weekly Cause, you know, Tanya report. Because, you know, <laughs> anime, possibly anime of the year. <laughs> and now we go to Tommy with the <laughs> Tanya report. Man. It's your only anime of the year. I don't know about that. No, well, come on. <laughs> no, but seriously, oh. it's really, really good. It's like, I wish someone else was watching it. But I've actually been kind of surprised at how... I guess popular it's been because I I really did not expect I, it to be. I know, especially when we did our preview yeah. for this season. I wasn't expecting it to be any good. Like honestly, when I picked it, I was like, "Okay, I got the first episode. Let's see how it is." Now, seven eight episodes in, really really enjoying it. It's like like Tanya herself is awesome. Really 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 awesome, and it's getting even better now that it's coming near the end. So, I think it's only about four more episodes left. So, yeah, it's getting really, really good. But uh, I'm not caught up with Little Witch Academia, unfortunately. Um, hopefully, the, I can remedy that over the weekend. I need more Diana. Um, outside of anime, I am now watching the new season of 24. That has been very awesome so far as I expected even though it doesn't have Jack Bauer in it um, yeah that just started a few weeks ago right yeah yeah it's um I think it's four episodes in now and I'm I'm, okay. I'm caught up with that that's that's awesome they haven't lost a step I was afraid that it was gonna be you know lackluster or disappointment so far they haven't proven that correct so um what does uh who does Jay from the Flash what does he play? Uh he plays oh my god, I can't remember his name. In the He plays twenty four. What's his actual name again? I can't remember the actor's name. <laughs> <laughs> uh because he was Jay Garrick, right? Yeah, he played Jay and then well. And, um, something else. He is we, the. We won't talk about you, that you, you, well, you're familiar with um, 24, though, right? Yeah. He, the original. He's the uh, CTU uh, director, so he runs okay. the whole place. Yeah. He's doing a pretty good job in it, actually. So, I was I was a little surprised to see him at first. I was like, "Whoa, uh, you're in this?" So okay. I really liked him on on Flash. Yeah. Minus the, you know, changes to his character near the end of last season, but he was still, he played it well. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't any problems with him. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's doing pretty good. Yeah. I, I'm, all of the performances so far have been really good. So, uh, 
that's been I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they close out even though that's uh, probably a few weeks away from now um live action as I'm not that's it but I uh, Sean reminded me that I wanted to check out Legion but I didn't get a chance to as yet there's uh, someone someone else uh, at work asked me about it as well so I really want to get on that and see um see how good it turns out to be cool um other than that gaming wise well you know shay final fantasy <laughs> as you still playing that uh playing neo that's a new game since we uh last uh recorded an episode um that's been doing well yeah that's gotten obviously good reviews and it's been selling really well too and it's incredibly hard. <laughs> and um, what else? I got uh, Horizon Zero Dawn yesterday. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I have, but I haven't gotten to actually boot it up yet. So I'm in the same boat with you on that. So, so, so I wanna, I want to start that as soon as possible, though, because Sneer is out next week. <laughs> oh man! So that's it for me. Cool. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and uh, get caught up on my goings-on. Um, as Sean mentioned last week, I was sick with the flu, and so that was not fun, but it also gave me some time to play some stuff and get caught up on some things that I had been watching as well. Um, I am still watching, obviously, the... DC, CW shows, Flash, Arrow, so on and so forth. Um, and I am now caught up on all of those except for Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, I was just going to say. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, which, as I talked about in the la- last, well, the last cast that I was on, I, I do feel like Legends of Tomorrow has been good this season, but it, I don't know. It's uh, It's just not my favorite thing. And so I kind of have to force myself to stay caught up on it. But um, beyond that, um, I've actually really felt like the last couple of episodes of Arrow have been considerably better than the rest of the season. Are you caught up on that now, Sean? I haven't seen this week's episode. Okay. Uh, Okay. I know this week's was a big episode this week because they... Yeah. Reveal the identity of you know who. Yep. Yeah, this week's was really good, and I felt like last week's was too. I don't know if you agree. Last week's was okay. Um, I, uh, the villains were just kind of they they got a bunch of like the the C grade villains and kind of just teamed them up together. Yeah, like that part was kind of. But I thought you know. there were some interesting dynamics, like how Thea's kind of resembling Mora. Their mother. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, I, I like how they brought back Lance into the picture because he's kind of been a no-show for the past few episodes. So I'm glad. As much as I didn't like that they brought in, like you said, like those villains that were just not very important, mm-hmm. I feel like that it kind of brought the show back to like its older dynamic, and I really enjoyed that. Like right. it almost had the feeling of an episode from like maybe season two kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And there was more... I, I do like how 
Oliver has more of a persona this season because of his uh, yeah. mayor identity, mostly. And he's mm-hmm. just not solving problems as just the arrow, but also as the mayor also, he has to confront these things politically as well. And he has kind of has to deal with them as both the arrow and the mayor. So that's kind of cool. I, I do like that's a big step up for his character. I feel like his character was kind of stagnating for the past few seasons. It was. Like, they really just turned him into stand there and brood and then go kill people. Right, And so exactly. it was, eh, I don't know. But I feel like that they've given him much more personality this season. And I guess the way that it's developed the character has been really nice as well. Yeah. I do wish, uh, I only like, complaint right now is just I wish they gave Mr. T mm-hmm. not Mr. T, Mr. Terrific <laughs> Mr. Terrific, yeah, I, I knew what you meant <laughs> uh, I wish he just he kicked ass more because he really sucks right now well this week's episode you just watch that okay, because like he was just yeah. getting his ass beat by those secret villains in the last <laughs> yeah, one. like they just all, like they grouped up on him too and yeah, they were they just like kicking him, him and no one was even helping him at all yeah <laughs> He was just laying there, and I was like, oh, okay. Okay, but it seems like they fixed that this week, so I'll look forward to that, I guess. Yeah, he actually, um, <laughs> he talks about that, so it's, okay. it's kind of, yeah. I have to say, like, his live-action version, he looks really dumb compared to, like, I mean, he gets away with it, like, in the cartoon Justice League Unlimited. Like, the mm-hmm. big T on his face and all that, the fair play on his arms, but, like, he looks really dumb live-action. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad that they stuck to the character design. I mean, I applaud them for that, but at the same time, it just it's kind of cheesy. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily mind it because, you know, it's superheroes, but uh, it's it just doesn't seem to fit very well, I guess, is the biggest thing. Right. I mean... Yeah, I agree. It's just like he has the big T on his face and like his hair, he just gets like dreads all of a sudden every time he has to like go out. Yeah, it's like I wonder how long he spends doing his hair before they go out. Yeah, just to like not really accomplish anything at all. <laughs> so, whatever. Um, and you are you caught up on Flash? I am. I am. I didn't see part two of Girl of Grodd. Oh, okay. See, that's that's this week's as well. But I saw part one, which was pretty good. The CG yeah, part one good, was good. Yeah, the CG, I was really surprised with how good it was. Um, part two is pretty enjoyable for the most part. There are, are a few parts that just kind of like drag the episode down. But overall, I feel like it's 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 good and it's a, it has a good conclusion to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a sort of... Cisco heavy episode, which is always fun, but uh, not quite. Um, and then uh, it definitely has some more development with uh, Jesse and Wally as well. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I did, I did like uh, Cisco's the one before Gorilla Grodd, the Gypsy one. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's he's pretty involved in this new one, and then obviously the stuff with Wells is always pretty entertaining. And this episode, the newer one has a. Uh, a lot of interactions between both wells, and that's it's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, it does make me miss having the Earth Two wells around, though. I'll be honest. I do miss Smart Wells because this yeah. one's just kind of comic relief for the most part. Yeah, and he's funny and he's endearing, 
but uh, well, I feel like the smart wells like, was nice to have. <laughs> everyone's kind of like wacky already. They have like their own quips and stuff, so they're funny. Mm-hmm. Like I like the serious wells because he was kind of like the straight man in the cast. Exactly, exactly. But now they don't really have that anymore. Who knows? Maybe that'll come back. I don't know. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, overall, I I really enjoyed this this week's episode, and I enjoyed last week's with Girly Rod. Um, I feel like there were some weird plot holes, like how were they dampening their powers? Like that doesn't really make a lot of sense. In I guess it was Flash. just like, yeah, in Flash, when when they were captured by oh, they don't Rod. explain that. It's just yeah, they it's just yeah. there for whatever reason, just to <laughs> hold them down. It's just like oh, we can't use our powers. Oh no, you know. Yeah, it's that, like, that didn't make sense at all. It didn't make a lot of sense, but, uh, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> and, and I feel like the, uh, what's his name? I'm going to just call him Malfoy because I don't remember his character's name. Yeah. Yeah. Draco. <laughs> he was just kind of <laughs> there also. He's been just kind of there the entire season and I don't really, I don't mind it because I like his character, but he doesn't do a lot. Well, right now his main purpose is he's the romantic interest yet again for Caitlin Snow. <laughs> Every every season. Every season. It's getting <laughs> kind of tiresome at this point. It is. It is. Um, I don't know. I, I like him. You know, I think he's a cool addition to the cast and everything like that. And mm-hmm. this the the whole thing with him, like, wanting to go along with them, I thought that was kind of funny and entertaining. But... Uh, I mean, he kind of did something in the Gypsy episode where he caught that, like, weakness of Gypsy. Yeah, yeah. Which that I was mean, I neat. thought that was kind of dumb. To be honest, but I was kind of like, was, whatever. <laughs> it was silly, but I mean, I, I, he did something. Right. Um, I feel like they may try to develop him into being sort of like how Wells was, you know, like the analyst of the team, I guess. Yeah. Which could, you know, that could work depending on how they end up doing it going forward. But, uh, yeah, I really don't know. Um, but beyond that, um, I'm also caught up on Supergirl. Which I don't know if are you even watching Supergirl? No, I'm not. I don't okay. have any interest in that. <sighs> it's good. You should totally watch it. Uh, I'd rather just watch Legion. <laughs> Supergirl this way week. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Maybe it is. Supergirl this week was a lot of fun. Um, there's finally some uh, resolution to the uh, to Kara's love interest this season, and. Um, and then beyond that, uh, there's some stuff that happens with uh, with her dad, um, who is uh, played by uh, what's his name, uh, Superman from uh, the old Superman TV show, the Lois and Clark Adventures uh, of Superman. Oh, wow. Guy. Yeah, Dean Cain. Dean Cain. Yeah. Yeah, Dean Cain. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. plays uh, their dad on the show, and um, this this newest episode. Um, he's he's very involved in that. That was pretty cool to have him around. Um, and uh, it was also a, a pretty heavy Martian Manhunter episode as well, which was a lot of fun. Um, I think he's probably my favorite character on Supergirl, um, Martian Manhunter. Isn't Miss Martian in that show as well? She is, yeah. Is she like a main character? Not really, no. Oh. Um, I kind of wish that she was, but, um, 
they they've left it open to where she could be, but right now she is not. Okay. Um. Yeah, he is probably one of the better characters on the show, and he's had a lot of like he and uh, Supergirl Kara, they've had the most character development, and mm-hmm. so I, I've really enjoyed that. Um. Plus, he's I especially coming from you know like watching the Justice League series and everything like that. He's always been a character I've liked. Right. Um, and they, they do a really good job with them in Supergirl. And I, that's probably one of the most impressive things is I feel like that they have captured his character in a live action way that works without being cheesy. Um, and the actor that they have that plays him is really good as well. He's definitely one of the better ones on the show. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, the only other thing that I will say is I do feel like the uh, with Kara, she's come a long way since the first season, um, obviously as a character, but her actress that plays her as well. Um, she she does a really good job, and um, I'm really looking forward to the uh, the second, well, the crossover Supergirl and Flash crossover that's supposed to happen later this season. See, so I guess I'll probably watch that. Yeah. But is that I, a, I don't know if it's going to be like two episodes or just one episode. Right, they, I, I don't think they've it's said. It's a Supergirl episode or it's a Flash episode they're doing. This. I I really don't know how they're going to do it. Okay. I don't know how they're going to uh, exactly explain that either, but I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it for me. Obviously, as Tommy said, uh, playing a Final Fantasy, um, I was able to. Uh, put a little bit more time into Final Fantasy 15 which I'm still working on finishing and uh here and there a little bit of Overwatch on the side but now uh to go into our news section I'm going to uh switch it up and we will talk briefly about the Nintendo Switch <laughs> wow all right I'm going to leave <laughs> um, for like 10 minutes then no not for 10 minutes um so uh, for those of you listening, you're probably aware the Nintendo Switch came out today, and um, that is Nintendo's newest home slash portable console. Uh, I personally was able to pick one up, <laughs> and uh, I've started to play Zelda on it. I, I'll be 100% honest and say that it is pretty cool that you can be playing a console-quality game on your TV and then just pick it up and continue playing on the go. That's a very cool idea. Nintendo executed it very, very well. And I I think that they deserve some credit for that. It may not be, you know, obviously quite as good as a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One. But it's a very, very cool idea. And I feel like if they are able to supply good enough games for it, it can be a very successful system. And Zelda, while I've only been able to put, you know, a little bit of time into it, is an outstanding game, and it looks very good on both the handheld and on playing it on the TV. Um, It's a lot of fun. Um, I, I really feel like the Switch is very... It gets... I don't want to say it gets a bad rap, but there's been a lot of people that have, you know, had a lot, a lot to say about it that is negative in the sense that where it is not quite as powerful as the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. But 
Nintendo games, they, they can look good without, uh, you know, being photorealistic. And I think that it really shows with the quality they've been able to get out of Zelda. And I hope that that yeah. continues to, to be that way moving forward. I would say they don't need graphics to have good games. Exactly. And I mean, like that, that's the same thing with the 3DS. Obviously, you know, I wouldn't complain if 3DS games looked better, but yes, they, the games are still fun. Yeah, yeah, they are. Because like you said, Zelda, Zelda is getting scored. As far as I know, I think it's still at a 98 Metacritic. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of the so, best reviewed games. Like, I don't, recent yeah, time. It's like, I don't really care about reviews, but I even I think that's impressive. It's still maintaining yeah. a 98, 99, uh, may, may even be 99 now. I don't know. That's pretty damn good. Graphics aren't. I like them. <laughs> and the, even if you have yeah. to play Zelda on the Wii U, if you don't have a Switch or can't get one or won't get one anytime soon, if you have a Wii U, I would definitely check it out because it it seems to be a very good game, and I, I'm pretty impressed with it so far. But I'll I'll I talk more about that yet. next week. Yeah, Tommy is still. Uh, <laughs> Hey, refreshing Amazon least, right now. At least I got the uh, the Zelda um, special edition. Didn't get canceled. Yeah. At least you got a game for a system you don't have. And a controller. <laughs> and a controller for the system. By the way, what are you playing with? Uh, I've just been playing it on the, the uh, Joy-Con. Yeah, just well, I've I've just been playing it in portable mode. Oh, so, okay, okay. Yeah, I played it a little bit on the TV, but uh, it's. It's super nice to play it in portable mode, so that's where I've spent most of my time with the Switch so far. But you have a Pro Controller, right? I do. Okay. I do. All right. Yep. Good, good. Cool. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the Switch stuff. See, that wasn't 10 minutes, Sean. So. Uh, I literally almost passed out while you were talking about Right. Uh, <laughs> sure. Wait. So moving on. Uh, oh, yeah, what? Have you, have you guys tried... Have you heard of that... Thing that everybody's doing, they're like trying to taste the oh cartridge. God. <laughs> have you tried it's it? Funny you, it's funny you mentioned that. I I have not tried it, oh. no. Um, but I, I did have a friend who also picked theirs up at the same time that I did, who decided to uh, to try that out, given that everyone else has done it. Oh. And and he he had the same reaction. Apparently, they are they put some kind of bitter coating agent. on the cartridge yeah that tastes the, yeah, they say absolutely a horrible bittering agent they say that's non toxic yeah <laughs> and so so he tried it and like he said initially it's not so bad but it has like a awful lingering aftertaste and he had to to wash his mouth out <laughs> after he after he tried it <laughs> so dumb yeah yeah i i mean i i understand them doing that because do? i mean <laughs> Well, they did it so young kids won't try to eat them. Because the cartridges are super, super tiny. And kids will eat anything. And so so it makes sense that they, they wanted to try to keep that from happening. But at the same time, in, I, I would have never thought that that's something that would occur, that a game company would have to make their games taste bad. <laughs> wow. But I, I I think it's kind of crazy how much uh, publicity it's gotten and the fact that so many people have actually tasted their cartridges. That's another level of interesting right there. Uh, 
<laughs> anyway, um, moving along, um, our next uh, news item for this week um, is uh, they, they put out a new trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which was a, a full trailer, not just a teaser trailer. The 10th and, trailer. Um, not, not the 10th trailer. There's so many. I'm pretty sure it was always the second trailer. Two. There's been yeah. like at least five by now. All <laughs> of that. Um, did it, did everyone see the first Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes, I did. I did yeah. Loved it. Cool. I really enjoyed the first one. I uh, I'm excited for this one, but I'll be honest, this trailer didn't really excite me. Really? I really? It's a good trailer. I liked it. I don't know. Like the only part that I liked was the the end. You mean where, with uh, Kurt Russell? I mean. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was cool. It, it was another fun trailer. Like the rest of it just seemed like very generic, actiony. Well, I feel like they don't really set the tone for the big bad in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who True. The, the villain is in this movie. Actually, yeah, I don't so know who it is either. So over ten trailers. But that's, that's good, right? <laughs> I think it's Thanatos, isn't it? No, I think it's good. No, I don't think he's in this one, Tom. Mm. I must be thinking of um, the next Avengers movie then. Yeah. Yeah. I think this one is basically, I think this one more, I don't remember if the first one did, but I think this one is basically showing us that, like in the comics, they're showing us the full Guardian team now. Yeah. Because they're, because, you know, it was missing, what, three members in the first movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, not really missing because they were in the movie. Well, not, well, uh... What's the other girl? Uh, what's her name? She wasn't in the first Guardians, but the other two were. Oh, the um. Oh god. Hannah. What's that? What's her name? Yeah. The girl with the antenna. Yeah. Uh. God. Yeah, she wasn't. Yeah, in she wasn't in the first movie, but the other two so. were. You were like, wait a minute, aren't they a part? I mean, at least if you're f- somewhat familiar with the comics, you're like, aren't they Guardians? But you know, yeah, origin story and all that. So, yeah. I thought they did a good job doing that. They were like, oh, we got the full team now. You got three more. Okay. Wait, do they have the dog in the movie? I forgot. The dog? Uh, yeah, there's or... a dog. Yeah, I, I didn't I... see him in the trailer for the, for this, so I don't know. How did you mention Wait, wasn't he, um, wasn't he at the end of the first one? Didn't they like the, briefly show him? The first trailer, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Like the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Mm. Then they like tease like him or something Easter like that. Egg, yeah, yeah. I think so. Was he in one of but, those, um, like that that collector? Yeah, I think he was in the, in the collectors. Coll- mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I think now that you mentioned that, I somewhat remember something. I'd have to look back at it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I, I obviously it looks very good visually. Mm-hmm. I feel like that they've got a, a visual tone for those movies that is great. I mean, it's super colorful and a lot of fun. And I hope that the the same level of humor is there in this one and they don't try to force the humor. Um I don't know. I guess I'm just a little bit leery because the first one I feel like kind of came out of nowhere yeah um in terms of i think it was a big surprise that people didn't quite expect it to be as good as it was and i just don't want it to be a lightning in the in a bottle kind of thing that it only happened for that one 
I, I hope that the the second one can still have that same level of quality. Yeah, I want the same same thing. Yeah. Um, I think that's yeah, that's pretty much it for that. Um, I was gonna talk about the new Ghost in the Shell trailer, but Sean says that that was already talked about. <laughs> and it was. Yeah. Really? Even Vivi listened to the cast and <laughs> she doesn't want to hear you talk about it. Fine. Never mind. Um, I, I didn't have a lot to say about it anyway, so it's not that big a video. Well, you have uh, another article on this outline anyway relating to that. I do. So, wait, wait I, or was that I haven't read or- I didn't put that Which there. Which one? I put that there. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. There you go. Where do we put the, this next one up? Oh, uh, this is me. Okay. And I won't talk about it for too long, obviously, because you guys don't read manga. But, I uh, actually do read all rounder. Do you? All right. Well, I'm not let me finish with me. it yet, but yeah. Yeah, let me <laughs> talk. So, <laughs> Comixology uh, has recently listed, and for you that. I don't know. Comixology is a kind of digital reading program. Yeah. So it, yes. uh, for comics and manga and whatnot. Owned by Amazon. And, uh, Ace of Diamond, which Hello. is a baseball series. And, uh, <laughs> All Rounder Meguru, another sports series. This is mixed martial arts. Have recently been Ugh, listed. Sports manga. Yes. <laughs> Your favorite topic. You don't like sports manga? Yeah, sure. You don't like sports manga. I, I don't like. I don't like sports manga. Sounds like you have terrible taste. Yeah. I, maybe I do. Well, you do watch Supergirl. Oh. <laughs> well. See, the thing is that uh, we we've talked about this before. Go we ahead have. with your news. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I just found it interesting. Um, I think this is both are under Kadansha, the license for them. I believe if I'm so. Mistaken, yes. yeah. I mean, I just, I thought it was interesting. I don't know how popular Ace of the Diamond is over here. I mean, I've seen, like, whenever I've been to cons the last few years, I have seen a few cosplays from Ace of Diamond. Mm-hmm. Mostly from female cosplayers, so I feel like it has <laughs> of course. a bigger female fan base for whatever reason than a male fan base. I actually cosplayed from them once a few years ago. Oh, really? Ago. Yeah. There you go. Really, no. <laughs> Yep. So I I don't know for whatever reason it seems to appeal a lot to female viewers especially. Uh, I haven't. I think I dropped Ace of Diamond actually in the anime. Maybe two cores in. I don't remember specifically. Uh, it wasn't bad, but I just wasn't digging it too much. Um, All Rounder Maguru though I, is something I do recurrently, and that's by the Hiroki uh, Endo, the same author who does a. Uh, Eden. Eden of an Endless World, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite series. Uh, so that's why I picked up All Rounder. Um, but yeah, All Rounder, uh, I, I would give that a recommendation. Uh, that's a pretty solid uh, sports series. And it does have that uh, Hiroki charm to it as well that you see in Eden. Just, just not as much killing and murders. So that's an upside to it. Uh, but yeah, I just thought it was an interesting piece of news. I thought it would have been bigger news if it was a uh, a physical license, but 
this is this is kind of cool too. I do like how they're expanding their library, especially with sports series. So I hope this gets a bit more exposure as well. Hmm, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right, so we can talk about something else because she really hates sports. Well, no, I listen. I I'm glad. <laughs> um, does uh does yes. comic does Comicsology list a lot of manga? Uh, from what I've seen, yeah. I haven't really checked it out. I think I've actually got it on my phone, but I haven't actually really looked into it. Cause, um, I know they have, uh, don't they have Notame on there as well? I think they do. Because I know I saw I that I they have Attack that. on Titan. They have, uh, shoots, what else? They have, um, Black Butler, Fairy Tale. I saw they have the God for freaking sake in Fuka. <laughs> oh, thank you. But anyway, yeah, they have they have a lot of stuff actually. They have um, yeah, they have a they have agent. Like. Is it agent? 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 Yeah, they Ajin. have agent. Yeah. They have Knights of Sidonia. Uh, what else did hmm. I see? Space Bros. All of those. Oh. Yeah, they have quite a few things. Like I said, they have a good selling point of having series that aren't yeah being physically released here in the States yeah. as well. Te- I mean, technically, if you have an Amazon account, you have a Comixology account already. Oh, yeah. I forgot that that yeah. happened. Because okay. I did that. Yeah. I did the... When I got into the site, they were like, hey, you ha- do you have an Amazon account? Yeah. And I was like, okay. Connect it. Boom. Done. So cool. I guess they're partnered up with uh, Crunchyroll. I'm not 100% I'm not sure, sure of that. this, but they have a lot of Crunchyroll series on here as well. Like Fuka, Seven Deadly, uh, Seven Deadly Sins, Fairy Tale, yep. Yamada, GTO. Yeah, and they do Bros. they do same day chapters as well, apparently. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, that's cool. Pretty good. Okay. Well, Tommy, do you want to talk about your next? Oh news man, this is hilarious. So I think this is dropped about a day or two ago. Um. They really, uh, well, the tag, the story is Ghost in the Shell has changed the name of its main character. Now, this is something they seemed the secret that they really held close until this month. Because I think the movie is out at the end of this month, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So no one knew about this until a day or two ago that they've changed the name of the major. And everyone is like, Wait, what? Why? What's the point of changing her name? Is it really that hard to say Motoko? Uh, too many syllables? <laughs> because apparently they changed her name to Mita. Yeah. I'm like, that's, uh, why? <laughs> I think that's basically the reaction that it's getting is like, um, what's the point? So, like, in all of the trailers up until now, that's, I guess, that's one of the reasons why she was only ever referred to as Major. Well, I mean, in the series, uh, most of the time, she's referred to as Major as well. Yeah. But, you know, like, if if she's uh, introducing herself or someone else is talking to her, you know, like a higher up or something, they would say, Mm -hmm. Major, you know, Motoko Kusanagi, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But... This is just one of those things where you're like, okay, why, why did you change your name? Then I think one of the reasons, one of the quotes that they said here was that 
I don't, uh, who is this? The producer said, I don't think it was just a Japanese story. Ghost in the Shell was a very international story. So you're like, okay. So <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know what that it's means. It's like, you really didn't give her uh, a non-Japanese name because Mira still <laughs> is Japanese. Anyway. <sighs> it's like, it's just one of those things you're like, okay, why is a stupid change? But okay, whatever. Hopefully, the, I really want the movie to be good. I don't want it to be bad. I like Ghost in the Shell a lot. So, a lot, a lot, a lot from way back in 95. So, wow. hopefully it's good. I really want it to be good. Yeah. I mean, I want it to be good despite all of the uh, <laughs> the obvious shortcomings. But uh, I I really just don't see the advantage of changing the name of a character. I mean... Maybe, like you said, it was too many syllables. Maybe they just wanted it to be shorter. But <laughs> one syllable short. What? Yeah, like what? Uh, I don't. I just don't see the the real reasoning behind that. Like you said, it doesn't make it less of a Japanese name. I, I don't get it. I don't know. Whatever. That's very strange. I'm curious if they if they will do anything with her last name. Yeah, we'll, they didn't say. We'll hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, Cool. All right. Uh, so, so who was this next one? No, I put this here. This you as well? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I just thought it was very interesting that uh, I got a notification a day or so ago saying, you know, oh, a new season of uh, Hell Girl. And I'm like, wait, what? A new season? Because apparently when I look back at it, the third season was in 2008. I'm like, whoa, dude. <laughs> so it was 10 years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Back so, when you actually watched anime. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, that's um, that's pretty good. Pretty cool. I didn't get to complete the third season because I didn't finish the second. But um, the, f- the first season is definitely still one of my favorites. It's really, really good. So um, hopefully, maybe this will give me some incentive to go back and um, complete both. It looks like it's the the same director and everything as well. Yeah, it looks that way. Same character. Yeah, same character designer, music. Wow, huh? That's yeah, pretty. Music was always to... good, at least in my opinion, for Hellgirl. Yeah, so. that's pretty surprising that they were able to bring everyone back, given that it has been about ten years. Yeah. So, I don't know if anyone else has seen it up until the third season, but I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and knock those two out before it airs this year? Later this year? Yeah, later this year. Summer, I think. Yep, summer. That's that. All right. Well, this next item was something that I... I wanted to talk about, um, as some of you may know, um, apparently Vivi did not know, um, <laughs> this past fall, there was a new season of the D gray man anime yeah. and, um, I, it, it got mixed response from, from what I've seen. I sadly did not have a chance to watch it. 
Um, I really enjoyed the original anime and the manga, but uh, for whatever reason, the the new season of the anime just didn't quite uh, grab me enough to watch it, and I may have not been the only one. Um, <laughs> apparently, the uh, the Blu-rays and DVDs have been canceled for the the new season. And uh, the only reason given was uh, due to various circumstances. Now, obviously, that could have something to do with production issues. But I, I feel like if they truly felt like this could be profitable, they would figure something out to be able to still release it. Um, I know that the the ratings were not were not quite the best in the fall. And I don't know if that had to do with its time slot or anything like that, but um, it, just, it just didn't seem to quite uh, have the audience that the original series had. Did any of you watch the, the new series at all? No, unfortunately. I just read the manga. I mean, even at the original anime, I didn't watch all of it. Given I watched the first 20 episodes or so, and I know the original series had solid in it also. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a decent. Yeah, it was it solid was as well. Toei, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I th- right? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah I yes. think so. so. I remember the production quality for the anime wasn't yeah. high either. I mean, the manga yeah. was better, but I still th- I still felt that the anime was solid. I mean, it gave that's a, how I felt about it too. It gave us a really good character. I I freaking loved the uh, Lulu Bell. Lulu Bell came from the anime, and then she appeared in the manga. Who is that? Uh, Lulu Bell. You don't remember Lulu Bell, Noah? Is that the one that fights the vampire guy? Uh, Lulu. Lulu. Lulu Bell. Lulu Bell. She was anime only, then they brought her into the manga. I mean, I think she may have briefly appeared in in the manga first, but uh-huh. after she appeared in the anime. Her design was based off of her anime design. Her design in the manga afterwards was based off the anime because I think she, she looks looked completely familiar. different. She looked uh-huh. completely different when she was, I think it was like, like one panel of her before. Then when the, they had those, that original uh, arc with her in the, in the anime, she, um, she took the design and I guess she probably designed her to begin with for the anime anyway. And then she took that design over into the manga. Ah. Yeah. But yeah, I just, uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, it's very strange that they would, uh, just outright cancel the release of, uh, of a series on Blu-ray or DVD. I, that doesn't seem to be something that happens too terribly often when it comes to anime, because generally, they recoup most of the costs of the anime through Blu-ray and DVD sales. And so I, I have to imagine there must have been some very big issue for that to happen. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, I guess we'll see. It's, you know, it's sad. You know, D. Gray Man um, was a series that I really enjoyed a number of years ago. And, uh, you know, obviously the anime is very separate from the manga. Yeah. But... Um, it's just sad to see it uh, not do well. Mm. Um, 
Although this this next news item is something that I know is very dear and well near and dear to Sean's oh, heart. Boy. Oh, it is. Yes. So, Love Live Sunshine season two has been announced for this fall, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my! Don't all applaud at once. <laughs> uh, pretty sure. I'm Sean, do you actually one. watch Love Live? I did. Can I tell you the story of how they're airing the first the first Love Life movie here in theaters? Oh yes, okay, yeah. And yeah. I watched like all thirteen episodes in a day, staying up till like one o'clock in the morning on a work day, just so I could watch the movie the next day. <laughs> yep, wow. I remember that. Right, you remember that story? Wow. Anyway, I've seen Sunshine too, which is a lot better than the original, in my opinion. So that's why I'm looking forward to season two of Sunshine as well. Hmm. So is it better? I think the the girls are a lot better in (gasps) in, uh, Sunshine compared to uh, the original. How can you say that? (laughs) I'll say it, and I'll say it over again if I have to. I haven't seen season two. Of Love Life? Yeah. I mean, um, I haven't seen Sunshine yet. Sunshine's real. I think the girls are just, they have a lot more personality compared to the ones in the original, in my opinion. Hmm. They're just more likable in the whole, I thought, where the first season's more of a mixed bag with its idols. I feel like uh, Sunshine is a lot more balanced, and they have a lot more personality in Spunk, in my opinion. Okay. So, uh, anyone, if you... Uh, what was I going to say? So yeah, Love Live is really huge in Japan, especially because I was just there last year in the summer, and that's literally all you see, especially in Akihabara. That's literally plastered everywhere you go in Akihabara. But even when I was in uh, Osaka and Kyoto, there was just like Love Live advertisements in the train stations, Jeez. in the train in Tokyo, on the subway. There was like, they had little monitors showing like, TV advertisements and there's Love Life on there as well. So like it's really huge and so this is a very huge announcement for Love Life fans everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh so I'm looking forward to I mean it's gonna be more of the same I would imagine, but that's not a bad thing given what this is about. So I'm looking forward to this. Congratulations, Love Life fans. <laughs> I'm so happy I could cry right now. I I can hear it in your voice. Yes. Um, and uh, our very last uh, news item for this episode is, um, uh, as I think Tommy mentioned earlier, and Sean maybe, um, we are not uh, caught up on Little Witch, Little Witch Academia, and. Um, that is uh, because the subs are slightly behind. And so uh, so next episode, we will uh, continue our Little Witch discussion. And uh, But one news item kind of stood out to me this week. Um, the first set of Blu-rays will be coming out soon for, uh, for the new series. And they will have English subtitles. Oh, yeah. And so that's great. But... Um, Officially, there will be Blu-rays released with English subtitles 
before there is any legal way for people in the U.S. and abroad to be able to watch this series. So even if you are a Netflix subscriber, you could you would literally have to buy the Blu-rays from Japan to be able to actually watch this series before they decide to put it on Netflix. And it just blows my mind. You know, I know that Netflix doesn't like to release things episodically every week, but <laughs> the fact that they are, you know, producing this series and they are releasing it, you know, every week episodically in Japan, I, I just can't believe that they are, are holding, holding it back, you know, in the U.S., where I do feel like there's a, a pretty good market for it, given how well the original did. And given the fact that the second movie was, you know, mostly financed by people from the United States mm. through Kickstarter. And I, I, I really just can't understand that, but hopefully the Blu-rays are a nice quality and um, who knows if they are nice enough, I may even consider picking them up. Hmm. Okay. Well, hopefully. But I'm still going to download the the subs because <laughs> Netflix needs to uh, needs to to fix some things. So yeah. <laughs> so now um, we have Sean and Vivi's corner, where they are going to uh, discuss. Something that uh, that Leon and I have have no idea what it is. So uh, so please I do not know what this is. <laughs> Basically, really please, what this is. Sean. <laughs> please, Sean, go ahead. Basically, and, uh, discussion. Start your discussion. Have this, you guys been living under a rock? Discussion is this discussion months. is gonna be like, just like the main character is to me. To you my ears. To my ears. Of course. I've, I know what this is. Come on. Okay, I don't know if Shay actually knows what this is. Are you just playing? I don't know. I have no idea what it is. Really? Okay. This is pretty nope, big, no actually. Yeah, it, it's so, not really popular, so... Shame on you. Yeah, there was a movie, right? What, what there is was it? a is movie, it? uh, it's called, what? Uh, Silent... So we're talking about Koe no Katachi, just yeah. to put that out there first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it recently got a anime film adaptation by KyoAni. Uh, I think it was just released in theaters in Japan not too long ago. Uh, oh, okay. A... I've, so I've seen some pictures is. from this. Yeah, okay. All right. I'm, right. I'm familiar now. Okay. Now you're up to speed. Now you can join our active discussion. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Koino uh, Katachi, or Silent Voice, is originally a six-volume manga series that I think originally ran in... Weekly Shonen uh, Magazine, if I'm not mistaken, as a weekly series. And basically, the series is about... Um, it starts off with the main character, who, who's in middle school, and a new transfer student comes in. I know it doesn't sound original right now, but uh, the transfer student that comes in is a female, and she is actually deaf. And mm. the manga really is about how, well, one of the aspects that the manga is about is it's bullying, for, first and foremost. And it's really how the main male character deals with uh, deafness 
and how the class as well interacts with her. And it kind of shows them kind of growing up later on. So, and I don't want to talk about spoilers too much, especially because it's only six volumes. I'm trying not to give away too much at all. Uh, but, but, but mostly it's a coming-of-age drama school-life story. Um, I think it it's a very acclaimed series. I think it's won a few awards already at this point. It's been recognized by a, a lot of people. And um, I just finished it recently, actually. Uh, maybe like a week or two ago. And I know Vivi uh, has also read it. So I kind of wanted to have a discussion, kind of oh continuing gosh. our manga corner from the last episode. Um, I read it. Um, like, a while ago, maybe last year or something, so I don't totally remember, but, yeah, it really deserves all the awards it won and all the hype it got, because it's a really good series. Yeah, I know the series, and they have this disclaimer, or they have this kind of note on every chapter cover, there is, it's like, it's been advised by the National or. Japanese organization for like the deaf or something mm -hmm. so it, it kind of has that uh, um, I guess it, like I don't say it's been approved by deaf people but, <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it's kind of been I guess I, it has that it's kind of sort of uh, I, don't I know guess how to, they can like real deaf people can relate to it and right, right. it kind of reflects what some of them go through in daily life. Right, yeah. so I feel like it has that kind of depth and that it, it's something to draw from. Oh, it's called the Japanese Federation of the Deaf. That was it. And Kodansha's legal department had an extensive consultation with the Japanese Federation of the Deaf. So yeah, it's basically the relationship between the male and the, the deaf female character and kind of like the bullying she has to go through. And I don't want to spoil too much given their relationship, but um, it's a really cool story and it, it deals with a lot of different topics. I guess one is like isolation, for example, and bullying. Bullying definitely is uh, one of the biggest topics here and prejudice and all that. And I think it's just a really cool school story in general, because you're only... I haven't read any manga that deals like disability in this much depth or on this level. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially for a shonen series, especially like a weekly shonen series at that. So like, this was a really... This was a really good read, and especially it got pretty emotional at times, given like the bullying and the drama and stuff like that. And it's just not how the main character deals with, like, this deaf person and how he and everyone in the class interacts with her, but also deals with, like, how the family has to deal with the daughter and the sister being deaf, for example, and how they deal with that in the family and the toll it takes on them. So it's a really interesting series, and it's very dramatic overall as well. Yeah. Um, hmm. I like kind of, like, the redemption part for, well, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, I guess, but you do really see the growth of most of the characters. I think they develop them very well. Um, no one's really like one, one dimensional, you know, or two dimensional. 
they all feel really real. Yeah, it's really cool everyone gets their own kind of perspective. Yeah. In the series, all the main characters have their own perspective. I think the only... There was, like, one character I thought could have given more uh, screen time or, like, kind of... They didn't really explain the, the kids who bullied the main character. Like, his two, bef- who, his two best friends who kind of turned on him. Oh. They, they were kind of just there at the end. I wish yeah. they kind of had something more to do. But overall, I think it concluded on a a really good note, especially for six volumes. It was very tightly executed. It was well paced as well, and it was it, it was it was engaging throughout consistently. So yeah, uh, definitely a high recommendation for that. Um, I'm a little worried, given it's six volumes. I don't know how Kyoani is going to condense all of that into a single theatrical movie. Given, I'm assuming a two-hour run. Yeah, it's two hours. Like, yeah, I feel like it've been more suited as like a single core anime, like a TV series. I wonder why they decided to release it as a movie and not as a series. Yeah, because I know at I mean at this point it's like a really popular series, not just in Japan, obviously, but it has a lot of international recognition as well over here. A lot of uh, it's it the the series is licensed here. All six volumes by Kodansha, so I think it, I think it sells very well as well. So I don't, I feel like they should have released as a TV series, especially because it has the recognition already at that point. Hmm, they still might. Yeah, I guess they always could. I mean, they could, but like, yeah. I, Who knows? I don't, I don't like when they do that, yeah. but they could it's, still it's a do that. I think I I, I they should have done it from the beginning. Yeah, I think they've done something like that. Not them specifically, but I think it's happened before. A movie and then a series. I mean, yeah, they, that card is always on the table, obviously. Yeah, this seems like something you have to prepare yourself to read. <laughs> Actually, my uh, initial interest for reading this series comes from a uh, specific doujin by a certain MTSP. All right, well, we're going to move along now. Um, (laughs) Please, no. And after, uh, that was a very satisfying read. (laughs) Please, no. Let's let's not get Tommy too excited. No. So, um... (laughs) But yeah, anyway... It's something that um, I wanted to to check out. Yeah, it does seem really interesting. You have to prepare Um, yourself for something like this. The first volume, the first two volumes are like, a big. It's. I think. Actually, I think that all six volumes are quite the roller coaster. Is it sad? Is it? Is it going to make me cry? There is one gut puncher in this series, but other than that, I think it's not too depressing overall. Like the first mm. seasons. Other than the first season, the first volume <laughs> is kind of depressing because that's where most of the bullying is. Mm-hmm. But after that, it goes into like. Vivi said it's more of a redemption tale at that point, a coming-of-age story. And so it has a brighter tone after that. Hmm. But there's one gut-puncher towards the end. Oh, boy. Hmm. But yeah, high recommendation from me, and I think Vivi will say the same as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I recommend it. Alright. I, um... I'm curious if uh, the movie will get any kind of international release. I assume so. 
Yeah. Did, did it mean, just go to theaters like recently or a few months back? back in a few months ago. Then. Okay. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I assume once they release it on Blu-ray in Japan, we may hear some news about it over here. I'm curious who would uh, who would license it though. Um. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't know. Maybe Funimation. Maybe you'll maybe you'll find out at AX this year. <laughs> oh, oh maybe I will, and I'll be <laughs> right there to report it. <laughs> and I'll be waiting in line while you're. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I'm already inside. <laughs> Vivi, you'll finally get in on Sunday when the closing ceremony is about to start. Yep. Yes. <laughs> um, cool. Did you guys have anything else that you wanted to say about that? Uh, that you still don't read manga. <sighs> Listen. <laughs> Actually, saying. speaking of reading things, and I, I'll just touch on this really quick. Um, Today, actually, the uh, the second uh, English translation of uh, the Bakemonogatari light novel came out, and uh, I received that in the mail, and so I plan on reading that soon. Uh, so far, I've read the uh, the Kizu and the first uh, volume of the, or not the first volume, but the the first light novel of Bakemono, and um, I've really. I've really enjoyed them so far. I feel like they did a very good job with the translation. I, I feel like everything works well and um, it doesn't seem awkward and they're still, they're still able to get the, the humor across as well. And I think that that was the biggest thing that I was worried about because obviously they have to slightly localize it. And, um, I was afraid it would lose some of the humor, but so far I've, I've been very impressed with it. I know that, uh, that Connor has been, uh, been reading those too. And, uh, maybe, maybe we'll have him on sometime soon. Doesn't he read like everything though? Well, yeah, that's, that's very (laughs) true. Tries to, (laughs) but, um, one thing too, that I've really liked about their releases for these is the, uh, the artwork on the covers is awesome, and uh, the print is very, very nice, and so that that's a pretty cool thing to have as well. They look, the releases did look really nice, but I, as much as like Bakumonogatari, which I do like, I don't really have a desire to read it in its book form. It's been given how so long. wordy the anime is already. I feel like it, I'm not it is too much at this point. <laughs> it's it's been so long since I've actually watched. Bake that I decided that it would be fun to read it, and it, it has. That, I think that's you know if it was from one of the later novels, I maybe wouldn't have put the time in to actually read it. But I haven't watched Bake, you know, since it aired, minus you know catching a few episodes here and there randomly that I decided to watch again. I need to watch Awari still. Oh yeah, you definitely do. Yeah, I do. Well, yep. I'll be watching a. Uh... FYI, Kizu 3 in about a month, I think. Yeah, not much longer. So, Still waiting on that poster. Oh, I'll send you it. I want to have all three for you ready, <laughs> so you send it one shot. I have a poster I... from every one I went to, actually. Really? That's awesome. Mm. And it goes like, so it's like, if you put them all side by side, it's like her kind of, her lowly form, her teenage form, then her adult form. 
Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty awesome, actually. Cool. Um, well, I guess uh, that pretty much wraps things up for this week. Um, thank you for joining us and uh, putting up with us for another week. Uh, I would really like to thank VV for joining us this week, and uh, we'll hopefully have her back on the cast again at some point soon. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> yep. But um, as always, um, you can find uh, All Fiction at uh, allfiction.net. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Um, you can also follow all of us individually on uh, Twitter. Uh, I am twitter.com slash touche. Uh, Sean is twitter.com slash afrogene. Tommy is twitter.com slash prince leon. And VV is twitter.com slash cool story Eineke. And uh, yeah, now everybody knows your Twitter, VV. Why? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, once again, thanks for joining us. And uh, we will uh, see you next time. Everybody, have a good night. Confirmation tonight. Forward, I'll be some